You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hell State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, a daily look into the world of Mississippi State Bulldog athletics. I am your host, Taylor Jones. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Miss State, at Locked On M I S S S T on both Twitter and Instagram. You can interact with us that way. Or if you're not on social media, another way to contact us would be Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and interacting with you as we get ready for another uh, hopefully fun week. At home this time against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Today's Tuesday, which means yesterday, Coach Leach spoke with us at the uh, weekly press conference. We'll have a full recap of what he said. Going over uh, the LSU game, some aspects that we didn't get a chance to hear from him on Saturday following the game. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on what KJ Costello was able to do, what are some things that he needs to do differently in order to continue that success that he had on Saturday at Death Valley, where he broke an SEC record with 623 passing yards. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Arkansas as well. It is Arkansas week, and towards the end of the show, we will have a couple of uh, more classic Coach Leach lines. He's uh, he's kept them coming. I knew that when he came to Mississippi State, we were going to hear some uh, kind of out there things or some very unique things that only Coach Leach can say, and he hasn't disappointed to this point. He really hasn't. We're going to hear a couple more Uh, of those incredible lines from Coach Leach later on in today's show. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some headlines uh, from yesterday. Uh, We'll first start with the Pirate Coach Leach. He was named uh, Kirk Herbstreit's Top Performing Coach of the Week. So that's pretty impressive, I think. And while we're on the topic of Kirk Herbstreit, K.J. Costello was named the Top Performance of the Week from Kirk Herbstreit of ESPN and College Game Day. K.J. Costello, after the 623-yard performance at LSU, he was named the Walter Camp Offensive Player of the Week. He was named to the Davey O'Brien Great Eight Team for the Week, the Manning Award Star of the Week, and the SEC Player of the Week. Eh, not not bad, right? Yeah, pretty good week for K.J. Costello. Later on in the show, we'll hear from Coach Leach about what he needs to do to make sure that he gets a handful more of those SEC Players of the Week, the Walter Camp Offensive Player of the Week, because it's got to be important to stay consistent. You can't let this one game against LSU define your season. You've got nine more games to play against nine really good teams in the best conference. You can't let that one game get to your head. And Coach Leach will uh, talk about that later on in the show. Uh Mississippi State, they were also named the Football Writers Association of America Team of the Week for college, and Brandon Ruiz was named the Lou Groza Award Star of the Week. Some other uh, interesting news uh, for you to know, uh, the Kentucky game coming up next week, October the 10th, 
will be at 6.30 p.m. at Kroger Field in Lexington. Still very weird to say that and have to remember that name. I'm so used to saying uh, Commonwealth Stadium, but it's at Kroger Field on the campus of the University of Kentucky in Lexington. That's coming up next Saturday, October the 10th at 6.30 on the SEC Network at the same time and channel as this week's game against Arkansas. 6.30 p.m. on SEC Network this week against Arkansas and next week against Kentucky. We've got uh, Coach Leach highlights from his press conference from yesterday coming up. This says Locked On Mississippi State. A little story, last Friday night I'm coming home from covering a high school football game and I realize it's starting to rain. Okay, so I go to turn on my wipers and that, of course, is when I realize that it's gone to the fritz. These things are not going to help me in this situation. I also notice it's a little darker on my trip home than it normally is on Friday nights. That's because a headlight went out also. Yeah, pretty annoying, very unsafe. But once I safely got home... I went to rockauto.com to see what kind of parts that they have for me. When they say all the parts that your car will ever need, they're not messing around at rockauto.com. I typed in the year, the make, the model of my car. I hit OK. They've got parts for every single aspect of your vehicle. I got my wipers. I got the headlight that I needed. So now I can be safe when it decides to rain. But if you're looking for anything, and I mean anything, you're looking for things for brakes, you're looking for electrical parts, you're looking for parts for your engine, uh, your steering, your suspension, your automatic or manual transmission, rockauto.com has all of that. You're thinking, yeah, that's pretty cool, Taylor, but why would I go to rockauto.com when I could just go to the brick-and-mortar store that's right up the road for me? Well, the brick-and-mortar store... How many times have you gone there and they haven't had exactly what you need? Or they have the part that you need, but it's not the exact thing that you need and you have to wait for it for sometimes weeks because sometimes they forget about you. That's happened to me too. Uh, But rockauto.com, the prices are reliably low. So low, in fact, that the same prices that you pay for those parts are the same prices that the mechanics pay for for their parts. The exact same price. And you can do it yourself for much cheaper. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts they have available for your car or truck. And while you're there and checking out, be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that Locked On Mississippi State sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. It's Locked On Mississippi State, and yesterday Coach Leach spoke to the media for his weekly press conference. We're going to have the full recap coming to you in segments two and three. Our first line of business in today's show, all about our man K.J. Costello. K.J., you've already heard the stat line, 623 yards, five touchdowns, 36 completed passes, 10 receivers caught a pass. Our running back, Kylan Hill, had over 100 yards in receiving. Are you tired of hearing about that? I'm not. I know you're not either. Oh, did I mention we did it against the LSU Tigers? Yeah, that happened. Oh, on the road. On the road. Yeah, all that happened. So, of course, K.J. Costello, he's been a uh, hot topic of discussion the last couple of days. 
He was the hot topic of discussion in yesterday's press conference as well. And one of the questions that was answered, this is the third time that uh, Coach Leach has been a head coach. He was previously the head coach at Texas Tech, followed by Washington State before coming to Mississippi State. And one of the questions that was asked was uh, looking back at the first game of him being at Texas Tech, the first game of him being at Washington State, and K.J. Costello having the uh, better outing of either one of the first games that he coached at Texas Tech or Washington State. So the air raid being introduced to the SEC, what made it so effective? I think one thing is, is he was experienced and was able to pick it up quickly. I think the other thing is I think our coaching staff had, had more experience together um, you know, with regard to the transition, you know, like at Texas Tech, you know, that was my first head coaching job. So, and there were some people that I knew, but, you know, out of the blocks, uh, you know, first time being a head coach, that's a little bit like uh, when you first get married, you know, you can describe it to somebody, but that's not, uh, you know, I mean, uh, that first year you'll, you'll learn quite a bit about uh, yourself and, and your spouse and all the above, you know? And so, um, yeah, yeah, it's in, and, uh, well, which is, uh, uh, which is why some aren't the Marion type. It's like WC field says, if at first you don't succeed, try again, uh, you know, and then, but then if you don't succeed, don't be a damn fool. Stop, you know, but, um, uh, anyway, but I think that, uh, I think that helped. I think we had some really highly motivated players, I thought they were highly motivated. And part of me, <clears throat> I don't know if um, our group came back really motivated, even things like running and lifting and, you know, the grind stuff. And, um, and you know, we did our best to motivate and stimulate uh, that, that spirit and that mindset. But I, 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 I have wondered a little bit whether or not a portion of it didn't have to do with the fact that um, you know, that they were away from each other and that they missed it and, you know, felt like they uh, narrowly missed getting it taken away uh, from them, you know, football. I think that, you know, the threat of football being taken away uh, might have really kind of unified the focus and effort once they got it back to really play together. Because, I, I, you know, and it certainly hasn't been perfect and I haven't loved everything I've uh Seen and yes, I've yelled and and uh, had people do up downs. I've also gone back in my office and uh, you know wondered if I could actually uh, coach another first down. But um, we really have. Uh, uh, I felt like have played hard, and I think that. Um, and I wonder if uh, the threat of having it being taken away wasn't part of that. I don't know, you know, and it, and it has been a strange year, but uh, we really have kind of been set to work uh, for the most part and compared to other teams I've had too. And we can talk about the stats all day long. We can talk about Mississippi State, quote-unquote, upsetting the defending national title uh, winners at their home place, but you cannot be become too complacent. You can't let the 2020 season be defined by – Oh, well, Mississippi State beat LSU. You don't want to be known as the team that just beat LSU. You want to know, want to be known as the team that uh, continued to put up yards against everybody, a team that was able to compete in every football game that they played in. Uh, and it all starts with K.J. Costello being the leader of that offense. So what does Coach Leach think that K.J. needs to do 
in order to ensure that uh, he has a couple more great games uh, here in the 2020 season. Uh, I think I think he needs to communicate better. I think he needs to communicate better uh, when he moves in the pocket. Keep two hands on the football. Um, some of the plays he can read and react better. I think he, you know, he read the the field pretty good and reacted pretty good. But you know, the, then there's all everybody's got <clears throat> the handful of plays where we didn't. Uh, um, I think we got to refine that even more. And then. Um, you know, because we weren't perfect by any stretch. We didn't coach a perfect game. We didn't play a perfect game. You know, we we you know, we had a winning effort, but we weren't a polished group out there. We left an awful lot on the table out there, and that's the thing. I mean, you're constantly trying to chase and be your best, and and um, you know, uh, we need to make some progress on that this week. I mentioned on the show yesterday that uh, never in my wildest dreams and I think K.J. Costello would throw for over 600 yards in his first game. Not that I didn't think he could do it later on in the year, but you've also got to have in the back of your mind that no matter how many people LSU lost, no matter how many elected to opt out, no no matter how many are injured, uh, it's still an SEC defense, and it's still one of the top SEC defenses that are out there. So you... You have to be realistic. I was thinking possibly 350, maybe 400 yards. A few others said the exact same thing. But he sets an SEC record, 623 yards. Does Coach Leach's expectations of K.J. change after a performance like that? They really don't. You just kind of keep trying to polish it and get it better. And then the biggest thing is um, just do the same things over and over again, but do them better. You know, it's it's really – I wish I wish I really had a better answer for you, but um, and I'll be the first to tell you our team and our team and KJ uh, all combined, uh, um, you know, probably uh, probably aren't nearly as good as your is is your impression. I feel like we have a long way to go. I think I think there's a lot of work we can do. I mean, and what's fulfilling about it is, um, <clears throat> like I say, we played hard. We had a winning effort, but. You know, I see a lot of things we can do better, and so do our coaches, and our players do too. That's the other thing. They're committed to getting better, and I hope we can make uh, take a big step that direction this week. K.J. Costello, yes, having a pretty big day. Uh, his receivers, he was able to throw to 10 different targets during the game, uh, including uh, some that were in his backfield with Kylan Hill. Uh, but in order to make all that go on, you've got to talk about the guys up front. Um, to take a line out of the old NCAA football games that I miss dearly. Somebody bring those back. Uh, it's all about the big hog mollies up front. And uh, here's Coach Leach's thoughts on how the O-line performed during that 623-yard pass performance. Oh, we, had we had to play, play better. Game. You know, that de- definitely – I mean, you're not going to be able to select a position. I thought we played great at it. I thought we competed and we played hard at all the positions. Um uh, I, I thought I thought we did some good things. I thought we played with four of the five a lot. Um, <clears throat> I, th- I thought that sometimes we'd get frustrated and resort to street ball. In other words, just uh, swinging and flailing really hard instead of uh, you know uh, uh, technique and uh, 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 fundamentals and technique. And uh, you know we've got to get to where we 
kind of stay within ourselves and, and you know keep that focus where it doesn't just become kind of a slugfest where it's uh, synchronized and 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 we do have the good fundamentals and technique uh and so what's good about it is we had some plays some really good plays that we can draw from and say see we like this one do it like this and then we have the other ones where we say nothing like this and go back to the one we first showed you type of deal <clears throat> And it's always said from the beginning of a road trip that you don't go on a road trip if you're an SEC team. doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, uh, whatever it is. You don't, uh, you don't go there for pleasure. It's definitely a business trip, and that's exactly what it was for Mississippi State. But after a win like that, an upset win, a very emotional win, how long do you enjoy it before you say to your team, Hey, we got an we got an opponent coming up next week. We've got to get ready for them. Sorry to be the bad guy, but it has to be done. Um, you know, the biggest thing is really just constant emphasis, and it starts in the weight room uh, on Sunday. Um, you know that, uh, and you know the, and everybody, the other teams have talked about it too. The twenty four hour rule, let it go after twenty four hours, and uh, and, and we officially you know try to seal it up. Uh, after our Sunday practice and um and then constantly reinforce it you know and um uh and then <clears throat> also uh, try to get some of your team leaders to reinforce it uh, with the rest of the group but uh you know and just focus on the next next task at hand which is uh uh <clears throat> watching film for Arkansas and uh, preparing uh our game plan for this week we have much more of the Coach Leach press conference review show coming up in just a few moments. Uh, we're going to be talking about Arkansas. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the air raid system and what it can do against the SEC. And a couple more quotes from Coach Leach that I think you're really going to enjoy as he answers a couple of questions about other aspects of uh, coaching in the SEC. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Locked on Mississippi State, getting you ready for the Arkansas game coming up on Saturday, 6.30 at Davis Wade Stadium. The number 16 Mississippi State Bulldogs will be welcoming in Arkansas for the home opener on Saturday. We're recapping Coach Leach's press conference from yesterday here on uh, today's show. And uh, a little bit more about the air raid system was talked about in the press conference Uh a little bit more about the simplicity. We talked about that a little last week and how K.J. Costello and Will Rogers learned the system over the summer. Um, but how long in Coach Leach's mind does it take for a quarterback to truly grasp what the air raid is and how to run it effectively? And does having that delayed start really help K.J. Costello and Will Rogers learn the new system? I don't think, yeah, you know, you always are working on something. Um, you always keep progressing. We tell these guys, um, you know, make the corrections we give you. Uh, you know, we tell, we say, give us something, give me something else to coach, you know, because if you're coaching, the, if if they don't make the correction, you're coaching the same thing. And so we say, give, give us something else to coach. And um, 
So there is that about it. No matter what happens, we'll continue to say, give us something else to coach, and we'll keep uh, looking for ways to refine it. Um, I think as far as knowing the plays, there's there's a combination, knowing the plays, knowing the scheme, and then the other is becoming familiar with your personnel, which we're still working on that. We're still battling that. Becoming familiar enough with your personnel, who's going to be where, when, and what's the timing of all that. And, and, and that was tough for us because we had to kind of search for who could do what and, um, you know, because it was kind of being revealed to us as we went because we weren't here. Um, and then uh, – but I think as far as the plays themselves – a spring ball you can uh, maybe uh, 12 practices uh, the basis but that doesn't mean that you know it's it's like auto wired as far as muscle memory you go back oh, okay boom I'm coming to the dig right now it's it's you can you can thoroughly draw it up on the chalkboard and you know all the reads and um but you know we, you, you want to kind of get that so it's um so it's ingrained and repped to the point where you can do it over and over without uh, thinking about it so much. Uh, yeah, for let's say 12 practices. And, of course, there is an opponent that Mississippi State plays on Saturday, the home opener against Arkansas. Arkansas taking on Georgia and really holding their own there in the first half. Georgia still trying to get their quarterback situation figured out, and uh, I still don't know if they've got it completely figured out yet or not but Arkansas really making them pay there in the first half so there's at least some life in that hog defense Uh, so what's coach Leach's thoughts on the Arkansas defense their performance against the Georgia Bulldogs at home last Saturday um I well I thought they're I thought they're a pretty tenacious group you know I thought that they moved around well I thought they were aggressive um you know and they took uh well they just flat out took a half away from Georgia and I thought that was um, quite impressive and then um, I felt like they played really hard I think that they've got some speed out there and then um, <clears throat> I think that you know schematically that's of course uh, worked in the past in this conference and uh, so I think it'll be a good challenge one big topic that Bart Heitch and I talked about during our shows last week was the advantage that Mississippi State has of going to Baton Rouge, knowing that, one, it's not a night game. Second of all, no tailgating because of COVID-19 protocol. Three, only 25% capacity. I believe uh, 22,000, maybe 23,000 were announced as the uh, paid attendance of the game last week. That, of course, being a huge advantage because Tiger Stadium on a – Big Saturday is one of the most terrifying places to go to, um, and I mean that with all due respect. It's just you go there; it's super loud. Uh, that the swamp, uh, Bryant Denny can be that way um, at, at times. It's just one of those that if you have a good game being played in that place, you're going to get the most electric atmosphere uh, that you've ever seen. None of that happened last Saturday, and uh, you know. Coach Leach was asked what his thoughts were and how he thought that that was an advantage for Mississippi State. And does Arkansas have that same advantage coming into Davis Wade Stadium on Saturday? First of all, it was loud there. It wasn't as loud. You know, I've been to LSU before. It wasn't as loud as as uh, when it's full capacity and they're letting it rip. Uh, but it was it was loud. I mean, it was you had to have silent count. 
you know, because before I went in, before we went in, I I, I sort of wondered, um, <clears throat> was it going to be kind of like a spring game where I can just yell out, throw the post, and you know, and he'll dramatically jerk his head to the right and throw the post. Well, no, there's none of that. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the receiver on your near sideline could barely hear you. Um, so you definitely needed silent count, okay? And then the the the, the PA kind of pumped in. Uh, those, those announcements were inordinately loud, and there was some, uh, I guess, uh, sound effect crowd noise there. But it was uh, so it was louder than you think. I mean, you had to. If I shouted as loud as I could, and KJ's out on the field, he's not going to hear me. I mean, I have to get out there to the hash to have a chance and that day. And I don't know whether they hear my voice or they see, you know, see me walking out there and I just the movement catches somebody's attention. Hey, what's up? You know? Um, so you did need silent count. You did to need to, uh, communicate non-verbally. Um, so if you're one of the lucky ones to go to Davis Wade stadium on Saturday to watch Mississippi state take on Arkansas, bring two cowbells. I think that might really help. Uh, next up, uh, we'll, we'll stay on the topic of playing at Death Valley last Saturday. And, uh, there was one aspect there. Of course there were fans there, but LSU did the thing that I know major league baseball has done where they've sold cardboard cutouts to certain seats. Here's where the fun part comes in. We talked about coach Leach having a few quotes that'll just really crack you up some uh, quotes that you'll remember for the rest of your life hearing Coach Leach say that. Here's one of them and how the cardboard cutouts at uh, Tiger Stadium remind him of an old black and white TV show. I have to be honest, I haven't quite gotten the hang of the cutout people in the stands, you know. I mean, that's an episode of uh, of Twilight Zone. Some of you guys are here. You guys are probably all too young for Twilight Zone, but I mean the black and white Twilight Zone where Rod Sterling would get on there with the really creepy voice in the suit. And then all of a sudden, you know, is this real? Is it out of, out of space? Is it, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it was, uh, it was almost like, uh, you know, haunted houses met, uh, science fiction that, uh, that show. And then, and then now all of a sudden we have uh, these people frozen in time sitting there in this stadium with enthusiastic expressions on their face, but they can't move. And and then yet the noise. So I I don't know. I mean, I for one, um, I don't know if it's cool and and um, and uh, and people enjoy it. Great, uh, but it, it that that is a little uh, surreal. The the fake people in the stands. And I don't even know how they decide what, you know, the seating. I mean, do they have the, do the fake people have a lottery of where they sit? Because I know this: some of those fake people have way better seats than other ones. And and and, you know, I want to be one of those fake people on the fifty-yard line about row twelve. But you know, some of them are still up in the rafters. You know, so I mean, uh, you know, in this world, in this day and age, in these funny times, even a fake person can get screwed. You know, so um, yeah. So uh, live clean, live smart, and maybe uh, when you become a fake person, you'll get good seats at the LSU game. Never really thought of it that way, Coach, but, uh, yeah, now that I do, it is it is a little weird. Um, but, um, you know, maybe if I do get a cardboard cutout, I'll have a tie priority over a few people, and I can get a pretty good show of uh, Mississippi State football. Lastly, um, 
there was a video that came out uh, very uh, not too long before the press conference, I believe. It was Hell State Productions. They uh, made a video. It was Coach Leach on a uh, wagon, basically. Uh, featured the pirate flag. It featured a few members of the Mississippi State Marching Band. And the only line in that video was Coach Leach saying, Looking for a bandwagon? Hop on. Do you know anybody that's wanting to hop on the Mississippi State bandwagon? We'll show them that video because Coach Leach will gladly accept you. This week, anyway. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. But uh, for a behind-the-scenes look of that video, here's Coach Leach talking about what they did, how they got the wagon, and uh, got all that shot before the press conference on Monday. You know, um, we actually made it uh, not uh, too long ago. Hang on. Where did we get that wagon? Well, okay, your your answer is as satisfactory as mine is. They found it. And then, um, so... uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, they wanted a wagon, so we went over there to the stadium, climbed in, and that was uh, a very, fairly athletic, uh, if, I mu- if I do say so myself, getting on top of that wagon. And, um, you know, and they, uh, they're pretty creative here and did a good job uh, putting it together. But now I pretty much just got a call and, hey, uh, we, uh, if you don't mind saying a few words, and, and then uh, we went in the tunnel of the stadium and, he said, all right, here's a wagon. We want you to sit here. And so then uh, it was kind of funny. Um, so I climbed in on the wagon, you know, using the hub and the spokes like you see them do on Westerns. And But they didn't have the brake on, so that thing starts, uh, uh, the wheel starts turning and the, the, the wagon starts going backwards, you see. So anyway, but it was an adventure and uh, turned out kind of cool, I heard, you know. That's going to do it for today's Locked On Mississippi State. Be sure to join us tomorrow as Bart Heitch will join the show. We'll talk a little bit more about what was said during Coach Leach's press conference, and we'll begin our preview for the Arkansas game coming up on Saturday. Again, that's a 6.30 kickoff on the SEC Network at home in Stark Vegas, baby, at Davis Wade Stadium. Uh, in, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Miss State, Locked On M I S S S T. And you can also send us an email, Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and interacting with you during the football season. So until next time, Hell State, I'm Taylor Jones. We'll talk again tomorrow.